I'm glad you said that, Razzy, because I can argue from the women's perspective on that. Men say that, what you just said. Kill the baby hairs, stop with the lashes. We don't want BBLs. But then you see all the top athletes, all the top high-earning guys. What do they go and get? I used an example on this show before how Moneybag Yo, my favorite young rapper, Moneybag Yo said, give me something real. I want something that's real. I don't need all that fake stuff. And then he goes, dates a chick that has all the surgeries and the fake stuff. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's three brothers, no sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg, joined with my co-host, Dr. Teresa Givens of the Bruz Bookshelf. And we have Ebony Taylor of the Houston Taylors. Wow. Open your eyes, Ebony. (laughs) And then, you know, we got uh, Rizzy and Buff. I like this episode. We got a very special episode coming up. I'm going to let the ladies introduce themselves and then the fellas, we're going to kind of jump into it. But today's episode is going to be a reverse battle of the sexes. We're going to take a, a segment that I, don't, I haven't seen really before where we're going to bring up topics that can be dividing factors or issues in our community or in uh, just directly between men and women, but more specifically black men and women. And... And this time we're going to flip it. We're going to take the other person's point of view. So the brothers are going to try to defend or understand why our women may feel a certain way. And the lovely ladies we have on the show will do the same. Disclaimer. I ain't making no promises that I know what the hell I'm talking about. But at the same time, we're going to try this in hopes to kind of better understand where the other person's coming from. But we do have the option of doing a mulligan or like, I don't know, throw a red flag in, call, phone a friend, whatever the case may be. Ladies, you can help us out. If you need help from the fellas, we can we can also help. So with that being said, I'm going to start from the, what I see, the top to the bottom. Dr. Gibbons, introduce yourself to the people. Well, my name's Teresa. Um, I'm married. I have three biological children and then a bunch others that I have raised over my lifetime. And I am seriously thinking about what I could do in this conversation that's going to be from the male perspective. So that's that's a quandary for me right here. But but I'm I'm going to I'm going to sit back here and I know uh, Ebony is going to help me out and, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> Miss Taylor of the Houston Taylors. Third Ward Taylors, right? Fifth Ward. Third Fifth Ward, my bad. No, I'm, I'm Ebony Taylor. I am divorced uh, for almost 14 years. I have two boys. Um, and I am a local Houston realtor. I am the friend that people call for hard advice. Not for comfort, though, but for good advice. So. Okay. I am Are these friends men or women? They're both. And okay. that's line stay that hotline. Stay busy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Rizzy, Buff, how goes your week so far? Um the, the Little Mermaid and the Whites, they do not like it. 
So I don't know if you guys uh, saw the Little Mermaid trailer with uh, Halle Bailey came out. And so we got us a black Ariel with some, um, I think they're uh, red locks. And um, yeah, it, it's oh, wow. down to like 200,000 200, dislikes on YouTube. Um, so people are like upset about that. Uh, and so we got to, you know, start hitting them with the old goodies. Um, you know, the whole, are you... I thought you didn't see color or, you know, why you bring your race into it. You know, those ones that they like or to use favorite. on us. Mermaids aren't real. Yeah. Yeah. That too. That too. It's a mythical character, but, um, you know, they, they, they don't mind when we change stuff or they change stuff or they whitewash stuff or they take a historically black character and make them white. Uh, but for some reason, when a white character or what they see as a white character um, is is cast by a black person, then it, you know all hell breaks loose. So um, I just want to say ninety nine a boo boo to y'all. I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who has a problem with that casting, I just I I, I don't have it, man. Um, but that's it. The other thing that I saw, I don't know if you guys saw uh, PNB Rock. Um, was gunned down at uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. So I've been seeing a whole lot of, um, you know, chatter on social media about uh, it's the the his girlfriend's fault or whatever because he told her not to post and, and she posted their location while they were there. And, you know, so now, you know, that set off like operational security, like this dude's the freaking military or something like that. Look, let's blame the person who actually did the shooting. How about that? Not not how how they found out he was there and all of that. Don't don't blame that woman because she wanted to post her boo or, or she went live or whatever. Because that really has nothing to do with it when it comes down to somebody decided to take somebody else's life. So you know, I just want to come to her defense a little bit and all those folks that's trying to say she's a bad girlfriend or a bad person uh, because she posted him on social media um, again. I, I'm not gonna say it, but uh, y'all know what I want to say. It, it starts with Bill, or it rhymes with Bill yourself. Um, so we can uh, stop right there. Look at you—you you actually already taking the the the, the <laughs> taking the show at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. So um, I'm, I want to Brett Favre. It's a lot of details, so I won't get into it. But Brett Favre has been scamming the welfare people, welfare recipients of my Mississippi, uh, out of well. He directed $5 million to go to his daughter's high school to build a volleyball stadium, and he was paid $1.1 million for his consulting fees. Uh, and I just want to say, now that he's in scandal, there's only one thing left for him to do, baby. Mm-hmm. Run for Republican office. Run for office. <laughs> there it is. Run for office. Mississippi. <laughs> he's a short shot win. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, those welfare Man. recipients didn't need that yeah. money. All those pores. I mean, it's not like Mississippi has any need for any funding right now. And the, the lady he was working with, he tried to say he didn't know it was welfare money. She put them text messages on blast where he's literally saying, like, the media not going to find out about this, right? She's like, nah, nah. Ladies, anything special going on in your week? Anything you want to bring to the listeners that has you up thinking? I mean, the Houston Texans tied the Colts uh, (laughs) in a (laughs) gut-wrenching game that went into overtime. Nobody saw that. Who who has uh, a tie 
you know, in 2022. And then the Cowboys lost 19 to three to the Buccaneers. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Anything, Teresa? Back to you, Teresa. No, no, we keep going towards football, but I'm going to stay away from the FAMU Jackson State game (laughs) and the Jackson State Tennessee State game because I don't really want to just blow my horn or whistle right now, so I'll just let it go. Did you let it go though? You just. (laughs) I did. I was a little passive aggressive with it. Passive aggressive is good. Hey, hey Ab, somebody, we gonna edit somebody that said, out. somebody <laughs> said, in AFC South, nobody won a game and two of them played each other. That's terrible. It's terrible, man. My thing, my question though about Ariel. I don't really mind her being black. What? Who is the prince now? Who is the prince, white or black? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at the cast, and I assume he's white because they haven't they haven't complained about it. Okay, so I have a problem with that. But her being black, I don't have a problem with. You have a problem with the the, the interracial dating part? Yeah, it's like give me stop. Like just go all the way. Yeah, just I would like them both to be brown. Like, like Princess and the Frog Brown, and her dad has to be brown, and all. Well, you said it's a mythical character, but I mean, if the prince is brown and Ariel is brown, I can do that. Like, I could not see with Princess Tiana, it was something about that prince really wasn't doing it for me, but everybody kept telling me that he was brown too, so I just bought it. it But, you know, hey. (laughs) I had my problems with that movie too. I let it go. He ain't, he ain't brown. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's very uh, not brown. Okay. Uh, okay well, I don't get the big deal. <laughs> Ursula, isn't Ursula like purple in the movie? She's all, she's not like a regular color. Yeah. 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 They would have had no problem if Ursula was black. Exactly. So, no problem at all. Okay, that's Great my casting. positive takeaway. That <laughs> Ursula's purple. We just, they as they long as had Ursula's no... not brown. They would have exactly, no problems like, if she was Queen Latifah or somebody like that. <laughs> Put Lizzo as uh, Ursula and they would have been exactly. cheering. Perfect. They would have been I cheering. Perfect. <laughs> I think that you just did it. They the would have loved it. Yeah, the remake, it'll, that's exactly what it's going to be. Somebody's going to hear it and that's what it will be. Right. It's the the Little Mermaid, make. the musical. Stage show. Boom. There you go. Lizzo, Lizzo. as Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna just in case she's offended. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, we can't talk about. We can't no, talk no, about no, Lizzo. No, no. Y'all, we, y'all uh, can. Uh, yeah, I'm we not. did not mean to offend you, Lizzo. Uh-uh, no, she's got. Some oh yeah, juju. Lizzo got like that <laughs> juju. <laughs> no, <laughs> we are not saying anything bad about Lizzo. We didn't. We're, <laughs> we we're saying, saying she can be cast. We that, didn't say anything bad. We just like they would have had no problem with a black woman playing the villain or something, not the main character or a somebody their child should idolize. Mm-hmm. Black people gonna be villains bill- all the time, secondary characters, whatever. Alrighty, uh, I'm pretty sure Sophie's sleep, and uh, we took a vote before you got on Rising. We don't really need a joke from you today. Uh, <laughs> no, Sophie is awake and she wants to have her her. Oh, her let's joke. do it then. All right, let's hold on. Make it snappy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, 
you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's me. Sophie. So yeah. we have a bunch of smart people on the call today. So yeah. we're going to see if we can guess your joke. I have okay. a feeling we're going to get it today. Okay. I'm ready. What is a what is a sprinter's favorite? What what do sprinters eat before a big marathon? <laughs> I got nothing. I got a lot of credit hours. I don't know. Anybody? Anybody got anything? Yet? Anybody? No. Go for it. Nothing. They fast. <laughs> wow. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Wow. Got us again. It's so fast. All right, thank you, baby. Bye, bye. Bye. Thank you. I like that. All right, that's a good dad joke. Ah, I like that one. All righty, let's jump into it. So. You guys have been around. You've you've had probably debates with your male friends, husbands, brothers, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> on topics on the mm-hmm. sexes. Mm-hmm. Anything jump out? You know, throw a couple of things out there. I know topic I've heard a lot lately is black women don't feel protected by black men. Mm-hmm. Black men feel like they're underappreciated or attacked by black women. The the conversation around family finances, you know, any of these kind of sh- men, oh, men yeah. aren't men aren't you, men anymore. You you oh, you're, you're, men you're, aren't real you're, men. You're throwing them out oh, there, and, and that, what about? I mean, since one. you're throwing them, it's like <laughs> what about that competition? You know that that people say exist in a relationship. Mm. So okay, elaborate. There it is. Let's go there. Let's go. I don't Teresa. know what view I'm taking, so I have to be careful. I don't want to give you Ask, anything pose, to go on. Pose the question. What What is your question? Well, I don't know if it is a question as much as it is that it seems that men and women feel that in a relationship they're competing with each other on all levels. I mean, in in intimacy, in finances, in children uh, raising, control. Yeah, ev- everything. It seems to be... Um, there are even songs that have been written about, you know, statements and songs about, you know people competing it's you know and then who's the the breadwinner who's the uh person who says what we're doing who's the person who's doing the children i mean you know you want you're competing with your mate constantly about even simple things you know who can i just had a a conversation with with one of my friends actually i'm kind of friends with both of them now but they were in a relationship and the guy seemed in constant competition with the girl, like all the time, no matter what it was, I'm going to be a better parent. She's not going to know how to do this and I'm going to know how to do it. And, and just 
all the time. It was just a constant battle. And I remember always having to say, you're not in competition. Y'all are in a relationship. There's going to be things you are better at. There's going to be things that she's good at. And then you come together and see how both of those things work. But he went at it so hard that it just demolished the relationship completely. The kids like be more. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it was just from silly what I, stuff. From what I've seen, I think the woman's point of view on that is uh, historically the male in a relationship is supposed to be the leader, the breadwinner. And when that changes, some men have an issue with dealing with that. And what they will do is what I've heard from women. What they'll do is try to bring her down a notch, like try to tell her she's not as great as she thinks she is or things like that to bring her down because his ego can't take the fact that his woman is, is making more than him. He may feel like he can't, you know, there's nothing he can give for her that she can't give for herself and things like that. And that takes away from his, male ego status what I want to say is competition can be good in a relationship if your woman is making more than you or whatever like that use that as motivation to strive out there and do better you don't have to bring her down just say all right let me get out here and get on my grind even more and you guys can be in like a healthy competition that benefits the relationship as a whole financially um, the other stuff that you mentioned, Teresa, I can't really speak on, but I know on finances, that's what I've heard a lot. And, you know, if it's a healthy uh, sexual relationship, it might be a little bit of a competition between the man and the woman. Just, you know, let, let's let's see who can make, make each other come first, who can do better, whatever, you know. But uh, I, I think it comes down to that whole healthy competition, right? Like, is it is it toxic or it's this thing that actually brings each other down, or is it that we are kind of having a healthy hey, competition hey, hey. between each other? You're being too general. What would from Teresa the, say if she was sitting there leading this conversation from her point of view? If, if Teresa and Lenny were arguing about like, why are we always competing? This is what Teresa would lead with. This is what Ebony's going to lead with. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear... Mm-hmm. I, hey. You know what I always tell my, my guy friends, because that is a problem with the finance. And then sometimes it's not even that she makes more. She just makes good money. She supports herself. And I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of the times it seems like a lot of the guys feel that women, when they meet, when they finally meet the woman, that she should be helpless on this island, not surviving, not knowing how to change a tire, not knowing how to take out trash. And then they feel like, oh, I don't know what you need me for because I, you don't need me for anything. Well, there's a lot of things that women need you for. You know what I mean? You, I tell my guy friends all the time, just understand you are more than your finances. You are more than a check. Your personality has to be good. You cannot just be a provider with a, a terrible personality because if she can provide as well, then you're left with nothing to bring to the table. Right. Because so, you have to have okay. more than um, money for currency. And exactly. I think as I guess and I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around the reverse. And as a man, my competition, I would I feel like the competition on that end may be what Buff was saying before is, you know, that the whole it's a little bit of control. It's. I it feels like from that 
point of view, the male is saying, I am better than you in this. So just let me be this. But it's not working. See, I, I, I feel like you're I still feel like we're we're taking the side of what we want. Basically, we just said men relinquish control. Be OK. Nobody's mm-hmm. taken the males. So let me try it because this is new for all of us. So <laughs> if I'm Teresa, it's, it's really hard. It's like yeah, it's yeah. trying to come. But if, then if it's I'm, like, girl, what you saying? No, <laughs> if I'm Teresa, I'm thinking my first question is why? Why do you feel the need to compete with me? Do you believe that we both have things that we're better at, right? That we are stronger at. Why does me making more money make you feel inadequate? How does that make you feel? That's more of questioning than taking the side because we've already decided that the competition is there. The competition is happening. So... What is the male view? Well, well, I'm not. I'm not telling what the well, male. What's view. the I'm female just, view? So, I. Mm, so, female view, I guess, would be. I think we're both. We both have strengths, and we need to leverage those. It's not a competition. If we want to succeed, we have to leverage our strengths. If my job or my earning potential is more than yours, there's. Of course, I would like you to make more money if you could. We want we not because I just want somebody to make more money because that would just change our household. But I don't see a need for you to try to get on your all of a sudden because I got a promotion and now I make more money than you. What is the how does why does this change our relationship? I, I think want to, that's kind of I'm sorry. What you about to say? Now I was going to say, I think that was kind of us taking the male's perspective. If we're trying to figure out if we're saying, I feel as a guy, um, like my finances is not enough because you as the woman, um, are financially sound. Now I feel inadequate in our relationship and I don't know what else to bring to the table. So I'm just constantly just throwing these, (laughs) these balls of, of, uh, I don't know, just things. Yeah. Just at you all the time, because I personally feel inadequate and I don't know what to do in the situation. I don't know how to lead because the thing that I was taught to lead with, which is money. Um, you, you got it. Even if I have it, you got it as well. So then I'm, I'm lost. So to the woman, you're saying, help me understand, you know, if you're in a constant competition, that that has to be healed. Like constant competition is is never healthy. There is a a sexual healthy competition. There's a I I love to go to the arcade with a guy I'm dating and whoop his in that basketball stuff. That's different. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with how we're nurturing a household. You know what I mean? So as a guy, I'm asking the woman, um, how can I make you, how can I, how can I leave this household if all I was taught was finances is the way that a man leads? So let's, I like that. Let's do this. Let's have the conversation. We're arguing. 
what would your boyfriend, your husband, what would they say? And what, how would you respond? So Rizzy, like in this situation, you're Teresa, Teresa, you're Lenny. Because we just, we, for, to me, it's still like we still are putting the man needs to change. We have not said the woman is, it's, it takes two to compete, right? Like, or there's a side of you is like, I'm competing with her, but she's competing with me too. Or is the woman not competing? Are you not competing? I don't ever really see the women competing with the guy. I, I do. So this is what I do see. And I, and I may be completely wrong and I may be being biased, but I always see, and I'm, I'm very traditional, <laughs> even though I am head of household, even though I'm, I'm head of household, I am still very traditional and submissive in my relationships, but I meet the person where they're at. Yeah, but you, so, but if somebody meets you somewhere constantly within a relationship that is years long, then you kind of develop this uh, almost an anxiety response to like wanting to meet them where they're at with anxiety or with arguments or with whatever. And I see the man as the leader of the household. However he walks is how I walk. However he he directs our household is how I follow. So if he's creating this anxiety-driven home <laughs> with a bunch of comp- you know, him not him not feeling because the one I have seen and I have personally been there as to where my my ex-husband didn't work most of the time that we were married. Um, but I still did everything you can think of to make him feel like a man. But he would always meet me with competition. He would always meet me uh, with battles and arguments. And I would still just do whatever I could to like lift him up. And sometimes it just, it, it, it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So I, I think coming from the female side of it, the, the lady side is saying, we, we, we keep saying it's not a competition, it's not a competition. But I think from that perspective, a lot of what they're saying is can I succeed and and be a good person a successful person and still be attractive to you because I think that's where that competition comes from right it's like I'm trying to go out and be the best in my field make the most money that I can personally right um donate as much as I can for time and be a philanthropist and go out and do all these services and I'm trying to be a good person but when I do you try to make it a competition right or or you you won't let me bloom and blossom as a person because you have you know issues with it right it, you you feel like you become inadequate so you want me to stay inadequate to kind of assuage you is that a kind leverage of, of power? It, yeah. uh, yes, because it becomes a leverage of power. Um, and I'm man as as a man, I I see that you come into a situation, you come into a relationship, and you are using what you've been taught to use, which of course is financial. It can be a little bit of protection. And when you are in a relationship with someone who is constantly giving you those things back then there is a leverage of power i guess so and then you you wonder where that power is is supposed to land and you know as as the man i could see where you would continue to try to find another way and then if you're always being met 
with something else but it just it now if you talk it through it just sounds like a big misunderstanding yeah I'm a big communication person let's talk about it I ain't going to bed with nothing on my mind and nothing on my heart but we're gonna talk this out we're gonna, we gonna wake up brand new what you want for breakfast so. <laughs> that's the best way to be hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ebony, you mentioned submission earlier. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's always a hot topic, especially in our community. Or do you feel like we've already hit that? But I think that's, I think when you talk about the competition, that is a huge, that, I've seen that happen. That's what the Bible um, says. Oh. <laughs> it actually does. And I think when you look at it in the way that it's supposed to be looked at, there is absolutely no problem. Absolutely. But most men look at obey and submit in the way that we just talked about in competition and the way that I was raised and in the biblical sense as I was taught it doesn't mean that at all I mean the submission and the obeying comes from your ability of being this person when you're that person People want to submit and obey you because you're doing all the things. You're like this deity, you know, because it's talking about a person who is submitting to a higher power. You're submitting to something that is submitting to a higher power. That's easy to do. It's hard to submit and obey somebody who don't know what the (laughs) hell they talking about. Yeah, in multiple ways, Teresa. Well, you just you just gave you just gave the argument for us. You just gave the woman's point of view. I need Teresa to t- why won't Buff submit? Buff, y'all been married for five years and you just won't submit. And we went to church together, we went to premarital counseling together, and it says, and we talked about this. And you said I'm a traditional woman, I'm gonna submit when we get married, all this stuff, yada yada yada. And you're not submitting, Buff. Teresa, talk to Buff and tell him why he need to be submitting. And Buff, tell that tell her why she need to get her shit together. And Buff, as me, would need to submit because I have submitted to a higher power, and the higher power that I have submitted to has given me the path that my family would be prosperous in. And you should submit to me because I've submit to the higher plan for our entire life. And everything about me is for you because I have given my love and devotion is all about you and our home. So you should submit to that system because that system is best for all of us. Go, but, go, go, Rosie. But, but Teresa... I mean, I understand you say you've submitted to that higher power and everything, but we still struggling. We can barely pay our bills. Like, you know, I'm I'm not feeling loved. I'm not feeling protected. I'm not feeling like 
you have the best interest. You might have submitted to God and God might have given you a vision. I don't see that vision. I'm not seeing it play out. I'm not seeing it blossom in our family, right? You 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 say that the the family is going to be first and all of that and you're leading the family but you work 70 hours a week and we barely paying the bills. I barely we barely see you. Um so why am I submitting to you? <laughs> Are we not working together? Are we I mean it's it's not my responsibility to wholeheartedly carry us we it's not my responsibility to be able to do all of that i mean we, you are my helpmate so you are helping but i am also submitting myself back to you and this family in the way that i'm supposed to as i do what i'm doing but if you go off and do whatever you want to do without the ability to be a team player inside of this family we cannot be successful I, I agree, but like you said, I'm I'm doing everything. I'm I'm actually going to work too. I work forty hours a week. I don't do seventy, but I I work forty hours a week. I'm t- I'm bringing in almost as much as you, right? Off those forty hours a week, and I'm coming home and I'm taking care of the kids and I'm cooking dinner. I'm cleaning the house and everything while you work those extra hours. So I'm doing what God told me to do, but and plus more. Right. Because I'm bringing in a, a money as well. So I'm, I'm being a helpmate on that side. So I don't understand why I should be submissive to you and, and not necessarily just that you're equal in your partner. Because submission doesn't have anything to do with mm-hmm. equality. We are equals. You're just a little bit more equal because you get final say. <laughs> <laughs> My final say, if I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing, has your best interest at heart because the scripture says that I submit myself as well because I love you as Christ loved the church, which is an absolute love that no one can understand. So all of these parables kind of for both people are wrapped into each other. No one is over anyone it's just like at work somebody has to make the final say we can't hem and haw over who's gonna make the final say and it has to be you unless we come up with something else (laughs) i think what a woman would say uh in a in a a shorter version to a man is i don't mind i don't mind submitting but part of you leading this household and me submitting to you is sometimes Consider what I have to say. Consider my input. Doesn't always have to be your final, the final say with you, as Razio put it. Part of being a good leader is listening to your mm-hmm. partner. And if your partner has a better idea, or if your last mm-hmm. two or three ideas have failed monumentally, then maybe you need to delegate to me and see what I got to say on the situation, so we can keep this relationship moving in a, in a better direction. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ebony, how do, how do you respond to that? Byron basically said you've been you didn't you didn't you didn't f- up your last three decisions. <laughs> you know what's weird about me? Like I am not confrontational. With if if I was the guy in the role and my wife came to me and said what Buff just told me, I was like, you know what, babe, you make a, you drive a really great point. I, this is literally me in real life. What do you want for dinner? because <laughs> I, 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 I be, because I believe in in communication <laughs> because I believe in communication I'm not gonna butt heads I'm gonna say 
that my wife buff in all in all her glory is telling me her truth right i i'm not gonna say well you're wrong you need to listen to me this is why i'm doing what i'm doing i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna absorb what shim is saying to me (laughs) at that time that's just that's just how i am i don't believe i just don't operate in in back and forth i believe in taking what my person says sitting with it and processing and not immediately reacting so this maybe this is not the best game for me (laughs) but i but because i mean because it a lot of things just seem so simple you know what i mean and so that's that's just i don't know I'm gonna stay silent on this. I think I'm gonna just mediate. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just go back, y'all. No, y'all, you're not. No, that's not. not that's fair. not. Y'all, okay. I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna couple y'all off, man. We gonna switch it up. This is hard. Because I feel like fair. we're coupling. Teresa, you, you, this, this next round, you married your buff, buff, Nick, uh, Ebony and Razzy, y'all dating. So we are gonna pair this off. Y'all are. Ferg with the with Jesus with the magnifying glass right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we talked about this. Uh, we talked about the submission now and decision making and all that stuff. What else do we? What else are some well, really good things that just we we fight over? We just can't. We, well, you mentioned protection. I think that's a okay. good one. Elaborate. Well, first off, ladies. Well, you got you, your ladies right now. In general. Do black women feel protected by black men? It depends. It depends. But it I'm depends. gonna dance for the no. Okay. It's it's yeah, it's 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 feeling no-ish, but it but it depends on it depends on the the guys. You know what I mean? Like, will my dad protect me? Yes. Will my brother stump somebody? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, my, but also, so I, I have a ton of gay guy friends to look at them. They're not like uh, gay. They're they're like to look at them. You would think that they are completely heterosexual men, right? And then I have a ton of straight guy friends without a question of a doubt. My gay guy friends will gather someone together that they saw disrespecting me that was a guy faster than my um, my straight guy friends. I have seen my gay guy friends, and I can handle my own. I, I'll come after a guy if he come after me. I'm not scared of anything. But I have had to stand my own several, several times throughout my lifetime with my straight guy friends. I've seen them walk away, walk off, say, you're tripping, um, when I was not the antagonist in the situation, my gay guy friends, they're like, oh no, you're not about to argue with a woman. You're not about to get in her face. You're not about to say these things. You're not about to disrespect her or you're going to handle. So, and they do, well, some of them do uh, Muay Thai. What is it called? The karate stuff? Muay Thai. Oh, Muay Thai? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. The other one worked, like they all, you know what I mean? Like they're, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with them if I was mm-hmm. a guy, you know what I mean? But it's it's that, that's why like, I don't really have a ton of straight guys, you know, but it's not to say that it was a crowd of black men and 
someone was like, hey, what you got on my 40, homie? To me, that no, not one black guy would like come out the crowd and defend me. You know what I mean? But it would probably not be the majority of them. They probably just pull out their cameras and see what happens next. I that's, that's- I am glad that you asked that, Buff, though, because I mean, because we were ha- going to have to argue the other side. But I'm glad that you did ask, because that is something that I've thought about. And to hear Ebony say that, you know, now I'm, my wheels are turning because I feel the same way about, you know, my gay friends. They they seem to be more in tune with with what I'm thinking or what I'm going through and their level of concern is more peaked and I guess they're paying more attention, which mm-hmm. would kind of help me to segue into the perspective that I've had to learn in that some men, because like you said, not my son, because my son is always on 10 for me, but some men don't see it. And I've had to learn that that you can only do what you see and you have to recognize that someone is being disrespected or that they feel disrespected to defend that. So I've had to find myself in situations and say, hey, I feel offended. I feel like you should do something. And and I've been met with a little bit of what? Huh? Well, but until they can understand that that's what's going on, you know, I, I can't protect something that I don't know is something that's, I, I don't know. If I don't know what's going on, if I'm off in la la land because I'm only into what I'm into at the moment, I can't protect it. I, okay. oh, I don't, don't, don't want to leave this conversation. I don't want to lead y'all to where I want to go. I might save this for later. I want to see where you go. So let's, you want to do a scenario on this one or do you want to just say, you know, I think, I, I think Ab has something. Uh, and then we can no, kinda... I was going to talk about the contrast, but we're probably not even there yet. Because um, at the same time, we hear black women don't feel protected, but do black men feel a certain way about this topic as far as fellas, you know, we're always being attacked because anything that, you know, we can't even have an opinion of black women. Like it's, you know, is if it's, if it's not good, you can't say it. Right. So. Teresa, you look, you look, we literally. Yeah, because I don't, yeah, because I, as, as a woman right now, I don't feel that we way. We literally I, made I, a I, post about that. Can black men have opinions on women? It's like, if you don't got nothing good to say, then you keep it, like, it's, it's, it's nothing. Like, it's, if, if we're. But that's men in general, though. So, okay, maybe all men can't have opinion on women. But you can see. If- I mean, I, I feel that you can. I, I think it just depends on what we're talking about. Well, That's, yeah. So, it, I mean, what? What? I mean, what are some? I don't know. What are some, some? What are some things that we're saying? You know, what that we have attitudes or we don't know how to. I mean, what? Are, what are we saying that that we don't agree with you having an opinion on? I think I don't want to speak for Ferg, but I feel like some black women may. I think he want. Correct me if I'm wrong, Fur. You may correct me if I'm wrong, but some black women have unrealistic expectations when it comes to dating. Is that yeah, so? That's one a good of example. Areas? Okay. Yeah, that's a good example. Okay, so if that is that something that you're saying that we 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 don't want to hear your opinion about? I don't because honestly, I feel like women from the beginning of time 
have spent their entire being trying to satisfy some man. The way we dress, the way we, you know, the way we shape ourselves. I mean, women can tell you all day. I went and got my boobs done for myself. Lies. But if exactly, but if a man says we don't need, I'm glad you said it. If we say that, if we say, hey, we don't need all that, well, we're not getting it done for you. And then it becomes, see, men always think that a woman's doing this for them, and all it's like, you know what? I'm telling you, we don't, we don't care. And then it becomes, see, that's y'all problem now. Y'all always thinking somebody, and it's like. We can't do it. Can because I say there's this line? Okay. See, <laughs> yeah, there there's is. this imaginary line there, but we're also we're also talking about women as if we're all monolithic. We're all you know the same. There's a bunch of yeah. crazies, and then there's normal here. So I, I think I'm normal. I hope I'm normal. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I've been basing all of this on normal stuff. We don't mind having these conversations and trying to better ourselves and better our relationships. And we value your opinion because if we didn't, we wouldn't be out here going, looking at all this stuff, trying to draw men in in a way that we have for centuries. If I'll put it this way. And, well, mm-hmm. I'm letting y'all know. Stop putting on them lashes because it ain't drawing no men in. But then we ain't doing it for you. La, da, da. My man, I'm glad like you it. said that, Razzy, because I can argue from the women's perspective on that. Men okay. say that, what you just said. Kill the baby hairs, stop with the lashes. We don't want BBLs. Don't do the BBLs. But yeah. then you see all the top athletes, all the top high earning guys. What do they go and get? I used an example on this show before how Moneybag Yo, my favorite young rapper, Moneybag Yo said, give me something real. I want something that's real. I don't need all that fake stuff. And then he goes, dates a chick that has all the surgeries and the fake stuff. So men say her? that. I don't know if he, he ain't ready to get married. But but, my but son, she, my got, son she got says she has a wavy booty. <laughs> wavy and booty. even if she didn't get married, <laughs> she still booty. got a chance to enjoy that lifestyle for however long they were together. So men say yeah. one thing, but they're doing another thing. So just like we're calling women out on them lying about the real reason why they do these things, are men lying when they say what they're really attracted to? Because a lot of men, I mean, the, the women with the BBLs get the the six figure likes on Instagram. The yeah. natural- for, for, what did you call it? What did you call it? They just got smash zone though. I mean, That's the thing. So, so ladies, ladies have the friend zone. Guys had a smash zone, and you just got put in the smash zone. I mean, I am going to I mean, beg to differ Kim on that because that smash times. zone, exactly, that looks. smash zone has expanded. Surgical looks, and if you maybe when I was younger, that's what happened. You know, men went through women that, that those were the plates, and then they settled down. That's what you know the way I was raised. You know, they do men, and then but they settled down with a nice lady. Well, they're marrying strippers, is what they're doing. They, I, I, there was a point I was like, they winning. The strippers was winning. I blame Atlanta and Atlanta rappers because so, I mean they just blew up. Everybody wanted one. You talk about Atlanta and like small. That's not the norm. But you also can't just look do, do, at. Do, 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 do. Wait, wait, wait! No, they infiltrated the entire. You have people everywhere, you know. And then T Pain, I'm in love with all of that. I saw. 
all of that and it became normalized and you also can't just look at marriage it it affects women's self-esteem so when a woman posts her natural picture and it's like she need to tone them legs up damn look at her gut so that's you know what, what I mean? I'm over here holding yeah. in right there. Yeah. The natural, so, nat- the natural well, right? So not not even just on on the 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 surgeries, but just Photoshop in general. I, I can't remember yeah. who it was. If that they- ten thousand dollars fell in my lap, I would definitely take five and go to Doctor Curves or somebody and do a mommy makeover. I think five is probably not even enough, but I mean, I would definitely do a mommy makeover. Definitely. Okay. Sometimes at a healthy level, a lot of the stuff that the women get at a healthy level, I can respect that. is for herself, for her to look her clothes to fit better, especially mm-hmm. boobs. She can't go into the gym and be like, "I'm about to lift these boobies and get and get." <laughs> it's not that. That's I, not how right. breasts come in, you know. Um, but a, a lot of the times, it's uh, outside of that. It's normally because of male influence my issue is normally with guys so i'll get guys i'll kind of i post my workouts a lot and i don't just talk bad about the cowboys all day long and so i'll get uh guys who um will be like don't lose too much for people i've never met in my entire life unsolicited uh, people i know casually people at my gym don't don't lose too much why are you why why do you feel like you have this opinion about my body? The natural girl takeover that has been in a uh, a, a interized, uh over the last what about 15 years I guess it's been pretty strong. God our our black man gave us so much shit about our hair. <laughs> that it was like to a point we were just ashamed I've, I've become like just super defensive off the rap like if a guy said anything about my hair that is not welcoming at all or uh, 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 unsolicited uh, uh, unsolicited comment about my hair I get super defensive um, because it brings back like pre-trauma situations from like old relationships and stuff like that. But I get a lot of black men who hair the same texture or coarser than mine talking negatively about black women's hair. You know what I mean? And our hair is us and a lot. And I don't think the black men understood because they've always seen themselves. A lot of us black women had just started seeing what we actually fully looked like <laughs> without without the perm mm-hmm. um, at around the, at that time. This was our first time really just looking at ourselves, and that's very daunting because mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, okay, so my hair didn't grow in like the Native American people. My great grandma told me that was inside <laughs> of my family. You know what I mean? And so at the same time, you're having these men who you. Um, are sexually attracted to who you want to be sexually attracted to you saying, I like everything about you, but do something with that hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you've done something with the hair, cause y'all about to walk out the door. It's like, I like everything about you, but do something with that hair. Or Which you goes go right back to what they said, what we were saying before it's, you know, mm-hmm. we want this natural. We want this, we want that. But everything that you show is something else. Because yeah. all of the women on television that you're like, oh, she's so fine. Oh, she's so fine. You know, that doesn't 
equate to it and then you go and do exactly what the girl did and now it's why you do that it it doesn't make sense but i think that's let's if we're gonna go down that route we both sexes do it i mean we talk about especially in dating women just want a guy who just treats them right yada 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 but if he don't got a lot of money like you can be the perfect guy he broke like we are you broke because you are lazy or are you broke because no but your definition of broke just has to come in your definition (laughs) of broke because you once again we're talking about these these, the bblers and all these people who you got to take them on these 300 400 first dates and stuff like that if he can't afford her because this is the same group of women. Those are not real people, Fern. <laughs> yeah, these are the crazies. Yeah. That is one issue I talk to my male guy friends about because they're always like, you women want, all you women want is uh, a rich guy to spend a bunch of money on. All you, And I'm like, well, you keep dating bottle waitresses and bartenders then of course that's all they want. Nothing against bottle waitresses or you know bartenders. What I mean? Just in case. <laughs> Nothing against them, but the, but but if they if you're dating women who are in a beauty driven industry, they make a, a, a lot of those bottle waitresses and and wait and, and bartenders are college students. Mm-hmm. At the moment, though, college don't pay bills. College take from your bills. So at that moment, they're very pretty girls and very little clothes, and they're probably got all the Instagram followers or want that or whatever the case may be. And that was your you you set forth to go choose that. Nobody forced you to go get that type of woman. You okay. you was like this woman Amen. looks like the type of woman that I follow on Instagram. I have a shot with her. I want to woo her with my stuff. I always I'm a fisherman, so I'm gonna use my fisherman phrase. You catch, you catch the fish, you, you catch the certain type of fish with the bait you use. Mm-hmm. If you lead and, with money, you can't be expecting to go get a Dr. Rod. Teresa, <laughs> you know what Wait I mean? Or Ev Tay all the time. You know what, what? I mean? Now you can, I, we what? want you to be financially healthy. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I need y'all to argue from the male's point of view, though. I knew it. I knew it. I, I, you know what? Let's let's go to your side. You tell there us from the female perspective, then, because we 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 gave you a lot. Hmm. Uh, so we still on looks or we on money? Because we kind of I don't even know where we at. <laughs> Combine the two. <laughs> they were they were two. They they want they they together. Well, I kind of spoke on the whole the the looks thing. Uh, the point of view of women when it comes to men complaining about women want all they want is money. Well, that's what you lead with a lot of times. A lot of times, men with money lead with the fact that they have money, and God forbid a woman, you know, declines their advances. One of the first things they say is. Oh, you don't know what you missed out on. I could have got you this. I could have got you that. But now, nah, go ahead and get you some 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 broke in word or something like that. So, <laughs> men will complain about women wanting them for money when that's what they lead with. They they make sure you see them in the new AMG Benz or the new M Series BMW. They make sure you see them buying the bottles at the club. So. 
how can you attract something with one thing and and then get mad when that's what that thing wants? That's my woman argument. Teresa, talk to your husband. Some of these arguments are it's it's just funny because even though you know we're we're trying very hard (laughs) to look at the other person's perspective, biologically, you know, we have these feelings and because I, I want to argue against my own arguments just, that I just made. I know. <laughs> like, I got a rebuttal to Exactly. And, you know, we're sitting here and I'm, I'm thinking about nature and you were talking about the big cars and the, you know, we just read a book and we were talking about in nature how you read a book what? even animals do this. Animal Animals do this. Animals, yeah, it's called peacock. Yeah. We, we, they, they, they want to, they flash themselves or whatever it is to attract their mate. And a lot of times it is the male is the the male who is, you know, showing that they can be a provider. They can be a good lover. You know, these are all things that are happening in nature. So humans are not exempt from that. It's just that humans are supposed to have a brain to kind of wade through this and figure out what we're supposed to be doing. But it seems like, you know, we we get lost too. We're getting lost in the eyelashes that Roz is like, don't ever put those on ever again. And I get it. Some of them look like butterflies sitting on people's faces. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. Yes, I said that. Snuffleupagus. And, but everybody is attracted to something different, I guess. And as, I guess, if I was taking the the male's perspective and I'm I'm doing all of this flashing, I'm going to get what I what I get. So we, we talked about, you know, when you're fishing. So if I'm fishing and I go into this pond where there's only these certain type of fish. Spot fish. What kind of fish am I getting? Spot so fish. I have to as a man, I guess just look at myself and say, you know, where am I fishing? So, and and what what do I want to get out of this? And if I do catch the wrong fish, we got to go to counseling or something. If or I got to throw that fish back. So, That's not really take, a male point of view. Let me take. Let me take. Let me take. Let me take a, me take a, like that. Me take a, a, a step back. Um, we're talking about the extremes, but most relationships don't work, right? Like it's just fifty percent of marriages don't work. Um, dating, you know, dating doesn't work. You know, women, even the ones that are like I'm a good chick, I'm a catch, still attract a lot of trash ass dudes, and vice versa. I'm a catch, but I still can't attract all these trash women. Why, you know, we're, we're trying to make it easy, like, well, you know, if you're just leading with money, but it's there's a dating game that we're not mastering. It's still, we're, you know, every time a relationship doesn't work, we're actually practicing, you know, we're practicing divorce, really. We're, you know, we date for a little while, doesn't work, I'm gone. Know, date for a little while, I'm gone. It just, we just keep dipping. So why, why is there a struggle? Like, why are the good women and the good men not being able to find? That was a good episode. I, y'all had fun. Uh, Teresa, I'll bet your house I'm one day. Tired, soon. You're I, tired. Do I still get to come by the house still? Oh sure. Okay. It, hey, it is what it is. You just have to hang out with your friend. Is, is he mad? He's still pounding. <laughs> I don't 
don't even know where he is. He gonna he gonna ask about the show. Uh, of course. Appreciate you guys coming. Let's go ahead and close it out. Uh, ladies first. Would would you like to lead? Leave with anything? Anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you took from the conversation? Any shout outs? Anything? Uh, including shout out to the Omega Lamplighters Houston chapter. We're doing fundraiser soon. Go. <laughs> we always do a fundraiser. <laughs> you definitely have to send send it to us. We are we would love to support. Appreciate it. Um, Bruh's well, bookshelf. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, to the, the, the Bruh's bookshelf, and um, of course my my lovely family who gives me all of this stuff to talk about. I mean, it's never a dull moment at fifty six sixty six. It's it's all love over here. Hmm. thank you for my definite oh takeaway uh my takeaway from this conversation tonight though is you know to have great communication ebony was excellent in all of her points and they all boil down to communication and then if we can work on our expectations we'll all be happy for the rest of our days and if you can't communicate just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I gotta work let on letting it go. it go, though. I'm a little petty. Just petty. walk away from it. Yeah. Put it on this hill, hill bookshelf, and walk away. <laughs> I gotta pray <laughs> on that thing now. <laughs> it takes practice. Right. But you have to have a willing partner to want to yeah. practice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ladies, really, I just want to say thank you for joining us. It was a fun episode. Um, I actually learned a lot. Uh, and the, the, the bros know I, I put my foot in my mouth all the time. So it, this this actually sounded like what my dis- talks or discussions uh, in relationships really sound like. Because a lot of times I, I come with the best intentions, uh, but what comes out of my mouth just doesn't align to what my intentions oh. were. So I'm married to one of those. Yeah. 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 So So we appreciate it. Thank you all for coming. Um, You know, we'll have to have you back at some point so we can continue this because uh, it was a great discussion. So that's all I got, man. Buff, what you got for us? Uh, Echo what Raji said. I definitely appreciate uh, Teresa being on again. And finally, somewhat meeting uh, Eb. Uh, she's had some great comments in the past on a, on a lot of our posts that I chuckle at. I wish we had have gotten to why women think men aren't men anymore and what the hell that even means. Uh, but maybe we'll, we'll revisit that one day. Uh, I'm going to leave with some political again, and I'm not going to take sides. I don't know where I work at. But I am going to say that, you know, Supreme Court came down with the ruling on abortion. Republicans said, hey, we wanted to be a state-by-state decision, and now they're trying to come out with a federal ban. So they went from, we'll we'll leave it up to the states, to, nah, we're going to do a federal ban on abortions after 15 weeks. So that's interesting to me, that they say one thing and then say another later. That's interesting. But I'm not taking sides. (laughs) That's America. (laughs) (laughs) well i'll make it quick thank you guys for coming out i really appreciate it 
uh, especially uh, you, Teresa and Buff, because you guys are on the East Coast and it is extremely late. So thank you guys for giving us this time. Ebony, I know I kind of got back to you last minute. So thank you. Riser, just keep being you. For all of the listeners, this is going to be a two part show. So you will be able to catch us this week and next week on any of your uh, streaming services that you catch your regular podcast on. And for our Inspire You uh, on air, the new Beat of the Bay listeners, you'll hear the second part of this episode um, in the upcoming weeks. So stay tuned. Look forward to you hearing us. Give us your feedback. Remember the six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you the week after next. <laughs>